Buzzword Solutions, the problem-solving show for people who don't necessarily need one. I'm Joel. I'm Oscar. I'm Tom. And we're here as usual trying to get the nitty-gritty in and... Are you, are you okay? Are you, yeah, what's up, man? I don't know, man. I'm tired. <laughs> I had too much giggle juice. Where, Coffee. Do you need one more giggle juice? No. <laughs> I need one less giggle juice. <laughs> we can't We can't give you an enema to take the giggle juice away. Not well, an enema. Just like a... Can't or won't? Both. I won't, so I can't. Let's we- explore the won't. <laughs> <laughs> that one? I like that one. Under which circumstances would you give one of your friends an enema? If- I, don't, I don't want to go straight to life and death because I can't okay. think of a scenario where an enema is a life-saving <laughs> option. Okay, mm. so it has to be a recreational enema. It's me, and I want you <laughs> to give... Not Okay, this is a hypothetical, okay. but... It's me. Yeah. I say, Tom, yep. you've known me for a long time. Yeah. And I've never, I've never asked you anything quite like this before. Um, <laughs> would you give me an enema? Okay. Paint, I've, I've never done it before. Take me a picture. Are you coming at me like butt first and it's just out? No, just I'm not, like waiting I'm for not handing you the nozzle. Like, <laughs> I need you to do this for me. Like I open the door and that's the site that I greeted How with. Just, much Tom, money? I'm glad you're home. <laughs> <laughs> I have a favour to ask. Welcome home, Tom. Now, before you take off your shoes. <laughs> Allow me to take off my pants. If I... No, I'm not... I'm not... Dis, I'm not disrobed. I don't have the apparatus with me. All right. Uh, but I want you to give me an enema. What's, that day. That, that, like, in that the next day, hour. like, I just really want one and I don't trust myself to do it right. And I think you'd be the guy for the job. <laughs> okay. So, so you're asking me what my reaction is in this scenario. I... We just we just free sh- free shooting free thinking here <laughs> again. You don't have to say yes, well, but I, I I think what we want to know at what point does the threshold turn from a no to a yes? Yeah. <laughs> what have I got to do to what, get you? What have I got to do for you to put this nozzle up my butt? Where is the line? Yeah, I'm the used car salesman of rectal <laughs> treatment. <laughs> what have I got to do to sweeten the deal? Okay, so I mean, my first port of call, if that's the offer presented to me, yeah, is there's no further information. No. I'm not going to belabor the point. So that's that's my first port of call is to slow proceedings up, stop careening towards the enema situation, and just talk to you about why you feel this way and why you need some form of liquid up your butt very fast. What I appreciate that is that you don't say no, you buy yourself time. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> because saying no outright, like, this might be a really big deal for him. Mm. Like, he might have been working up to this since I met him. Mm. All of my life, <laughs> I've been searching for a man to hold the nozzle. <laughs> <laughs> this could be him, but I... I think that's it. i just got to bide my time. There's no way to be sure. Yeah, so I don't want to break his heart. So I can't really... Yeah, I can't outwardly just go, no, absolutely never, categorically not, to his face, even if that's what I'm thinking. So I have to, yeah, I have to scramble. I have to scramble for time. I don't Hopefully. think scramble is a word you want involved in. Anyway. <laughs> I think you're right. I think what I'd then try and do is kind of spin out said um, kind of stalling into a more physical exertion where I'd tire him out to the point where he's too tired to receive an enema. So I would kind of just be like, oh, okay, ah, oh, well, maybe if we had a better nozzle than this, but I really don't, I just don't see this working. I think B&Q is still open if you ran there. Mm. And then it's it's his prerogative to go and get the stuff he needs. But by the time he's back, I can't I can't help you. The moment's passed. The moment's passed. Absolutely, it's gone. Okay, it's but, a once in a six year opportunity. But, but then you can't use that line again. I've got the perfect nozzle. I'm going to come back <laughs> another day. Maybe not in the next. Maybe not tomorrow. Maybe not the next day. <laughs> but I'm going to come back and go. I think I've got the right thing here. How about now? <laughs> what do mm. you want me to say, man? 
Well, I, I just, it, yes, clearly is, I, what you want, I, is what you want me to hypothetical say. me wants you to say yes, but if you aren't <laughs> into it, that's fine. I'll just have to look elsewhere. So I problem mean, solving. <laughs> We fixed a, up Oscar's only first world there's problem. There's mine. Don't ask. Don't get. Mm. For, for for medical purposes, medical only. It's yeah. Not, to be fair, you, I drive no pleasure change, from this. Procedure. Tweaked it at the end because we went a far cry from Tom being willing to do it to Tom being into it. Yeah, <laughs> that sentence was the <laughs> turning point to where I really knew this wasn't just about friendship or camaraderie. This was very definitely something sexual. Look, it's like giving someone a lift to the train station or like picking up paracetamol for them down. It's just a favor. Mm. There's nothing. The enema of my enema is my friend. <laughs> There's something there. <laughs> the enemy of my enema is not my friend. <laughs> he refuses. <laughs> Why? Why does he refuse so staunchly? Yeah, let's stray away from this area. Yeah. Um, Oscar, we're not coming to you for a while. <laughs> I think that's the best. <laughs> Put your phone away. I need to do some soul searching. <laughs> I have one here from Reddit from CMU Adamson. He says, my wife is complaining that our house is too small but I'm not sure which of our houses she is talking about. (laughs) First of all, you must know, like, which one is bigger. Surely, you bought your houses. You Mm. know which house is bigger. But you don't know which one she thinks is too small. Well, if one's small and you know the other's bigger, she's probably going to be talking about the smaller one, right? But the small one could be, you know, like a cutesy retreat. Uh, She could be talking about the main house that doesn't fulfill her, like, day-to-day needs. Oh, I see. She she could be talking about the model in the back garden that the dog lives in, and that could not be a problem at all. But if you blow it up in your head to the point she goes, well, this mansion's not big enough, or the Mm. holiday home's not big enough, and so you get an extension, and she'll go along with it, but what if she was just talking about the doll's house? It's too small to fit all of the doll furniture in <laughs> why did you stutter on doll furniture so much that was really I creepy I felt like there was a proper term but I didn't know <laughs> well yeah. I, I don't want to make myself look silly now oh, true to those doll connoisseurs that do tune in every week well yeah but I don't know I, I don't think there's anything to be gained from making assumptions that she is talking mm. about an actual house Interesting. You've well, I got to examine all the options. I mean, okay, so anything house based or house related, she might be referring to as too small. This house is too small. When we switched from DVD to Blu-ray, the house box set shrunk drastically <laughs> in size. I, I preferred the old physical yeah. format. It's not good enough anymore. Or what if they're watching like what if what if they are watching Netflix and just you know full house comes on and it's like this house is too small. They've told me it's full. Mm. Wait, why did it, they not get more rooms for these people? Exactly. And then this guy's going, I was like, fuck, I've got to buy a third house. So the other angle was, assuming she is talking about the houses in general, mm. they've got two houses. At one point, one must have thought that that would have been enough for them because they bought them. They were happy with them. They were pleased with that. But they simply grew out of that. Yeah. However, going and buying a third property, it's just going to keep getting worse and worse. Extending those properties, if you don't know which it is, doesn't really work mm. unless... You extend both properties until they meet in the middle. So it's forming a perfect circle. It's making of... a giant mega house. Ooh. But one long, thin. One house. very, very long thing. I mean, this is the thing. We don't know where their houses are apart. So it could be like an eight mile long house. Or it could be like two streets away. We don't know. I'm saying like if you, if you don't know which house to extend, maybe just keep extending both until they're one big house. Mm cover your bases go from both sides like if you're not making it smaller you are therefore making it bigger that is true <laughs> that's factually accurate i'm glad i'm glad we that's good that. no just 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 lay i down think facts. the 
the kind of underlying issue here is a, com- a miscommunication. Like he's obviously too invested in this conversation about how the house is too small and been like, oh yeah, totally, totally. He can't now turn around and say, which house do you mean? <laughs> because he's already paying. She'll be it. like, we've been talking for hours. <laughs> it's been weeks, David. You said we agreed. <laughs> you this was the first bond me. we'd had in months. You were like, oh, totally, totally. I definitely, I can see what you mean. Yeah. I really think if we push out the back wall, if you didn't know which back wall you meant, why say it? I, I- wondered why you were talking about a veranda in our apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were losing your mind. <laughs> I thought this was the end of us. We'd have to go to our two separate houses, mine larger, obviously, because I've <laughs> identified these problems. Okay, so what what fixes can we have for this person? Because you're right, the, the problem here isn't inherent to the fact that, oh, we're going to have to fix the house. The yeah. problem is they're up shit creek socially. They don't know how to get out of this. Mm. I'd like to just, before we go too, too far into this, you know, advice hole? Yeah, why not? Pit. Pit. Yeah, Pitt's better, more ominous. You mentioned offhandedly that they've had the houses for a while, but have grown out of it. I don't want to eliminate the possibility of physically growing out of it. We don't (laughs) know the rate at which these people are growing, which would make sense as to why the house is too small. Mm. So you're saying they bought the houses when they were like five foot ten normal size individuals. What if they met each other through a mutual gigantism? And have a a mutual latent gigantism. (laughs) Latent gigantism. (laughs) Late onset gigantism. And all all at once they went, Oh, goodness me, two feet in the last month. This house is too small. Mm. (laughs) We thought we'd get the, you know, the high ceilings to compensate, but now they're just ceilings. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty soon they're just gonna be mantelpieces. Now they're just ceilings and everything on the floor is so far away. It's unlikely. It's I'll- unlikely, <laughs> but it's one to keep in the back of our minds. So now we have three avenues to go down. Mm. One, extension of the house. Two, extension of the body. And three, extension of the social etiquette. Mm. Which way do we go? I think you both know which way I'm going. But <laughs> I don't want this to be like a student vote system in which everyone just votes for themselves. I'm going to... I'm going to drop mine because I think it's unlikely that late late onset (laughs) gigantism is the root of the problem. However, we'll always keep it in the back of our minds. I just wanted to make sure it was out there. I'm going to say it's probably not the cause. However, the solution could come from such a case. Okay. Why not build expandable houses with some kind of like rubber seals on all the edges? And you could just push against the walls and they get bigger. Yes, or like kind of like a concertina material. So everything's mm. like... Like the stuff that's between carriages on trains. Yeah. Yeah, Corrugated I was thinking that too. And such. Yeah, exactly. So you can like... I mean, it's still a big job, so you don't just do it every day. Like it takes like a couple of hours and a lot of manpower to push it out. Mm. You've kind of got this truncated house and then maybe you have a few too many kids and you're like, oh shit, well, let's better make room for Melissa then push out the bedroom a little bit further. We keep yeah. pumping out giant children. <laughs> they, although they're not going to be giants until they're 35, apparently. We must prepare. <laughs> I really like that idea. Now, does it go vertical as well? It has to go yeah. vertical. It you goes up, just down, sideways. Diagonal? Sure. You know what? <laughs> you know what expands out in all directions. What's that? A bubble. Ooh. Ooh. Now, it, we're talking about concertinaed between tube or bendy bus material. I think the easy way to do this is inflatable house. So <laughs> it is a bubble, a dome. Yeah. That more air is pumped into the membrane as the need for space increases. 
Okay. Okay. So this house is too small. Okay, I'll go outside. I'll get the the hand pump. Couple of couple of pumps on that. It's a bit bigger. What happens if it pops? You gotta get a new house. <laughs> Probably not that expensive though. It's just a big bubble. Also true. I okay. mean, that is a lovely idea. However, I can't help but feel that it's not really going to help the problem that we've got because they already own two distinctly non-bubbled houses. They don't specify that. <laughs> just as they do not specify they whether wise, they're giants. If they made good budgeting conscious decisions, they would have invested in bubble housing. And I reckon he's, an just, lost his, he's just lost his pump. <laughs> is that what it is? And the wife says like, the house is so small in the same way that you'd be like, oh, it's a bit cold and the heating's not working and then give a glare. <laughs> Are they sat watching TV with the ceiling like pressed up against their cheeks? <laughs> just sagging. The, uh, <laughs> the house is a bit small. Oh. And they're like, which one? This one or the other one? Like, the other one's inflated, Could do John. with a pump. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I like that. So just make sure that you're in a bubble house, which obviously they are. Mm. They're clearly in a bubble house. Mm. Make sure you've got your pump with you. Yeah. Always and keep your pump on They're not that expensive. You can get them a beacon cube. Beacon Q. Beacon Q. <laughs> the aviary the... slash home improvement center. Beacon Q. Yeah. The Beacon Q yeah, sounds like a cocktail bar, I think. Are you, what, but Beacon Q is in pool Q? Oh, yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it, it serves like gourmet chicken and there's pool tables. And it has a pool table, but the pool table ironically has no cues. <laughs> yeah. Only beaks. No one wants to play pool. <laughs> yeah, not, not well known for their ability to roll around on a table. Not particularly. Oh, well, okay, after a long day of pumping up their house, they can go for a pint at Beacon Q. There you go. There we go. Solved, I think. Which will be next door eventually if they keep pumping. <laughs> yeah, at what point does expansion stop? Because otherwise they could just take over London. Maybe it's not a balloon system. Maybe it's more like bubblegum and you can just put more of the like chewed stuff at the bottom. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. That's like your brick. <laughs> that's, your, that's your brick and mortar is just this horrible paste. Mm. House paste. ABP. Always be pumping. <laughs> I need to put an ABP on this bubble house. I need an ABP on the bubble house. <laughs> I need a radio and an ABP for you. Twenty four fifteen ABP. It's going to be a two day call out for an ABP on the uh, the, bubble, the bubble the, the Dawson property <laughs> <laughs> on the Dawson property. Yeah. Uh, which one is the Dawson property? The bubble. It's the bubble. It's the massive bubble. bubble house. I can't believe there's a whole industry around this one person. <laughs> this one person sick house. fantasy with bubble housing. <laughs> oh, I got. Okay. <laughs> Are you making the connection between like the housing bubble? Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, ha- I had the same realization a couple of minutes ago. Couldn't think of anything no, funny. It's tough to do actual smart jokes. What if it pops? <laughs> <laughs> Next submission. Let's go. Okay, I've got one here from Deadhead Chemistry on Reddit. Thank you, Deadheads. My pajama pants keep rolling up my legs when I stretch them out under the blankets. Ooh. I get that. I get that all the time. Um, it's one of the main reasons why the moment I can exclusively wear boxes in the bed, I will do just that. But now mm. it's far too cold to do it. And my legs aren't used to having fabric that moves as if alive, as yeah. if it has a life of its own around me. Now, we've already solved this problem on bikes. If you're wearing your sick disco flares on your bike, you can get bike clips. Are they called bike clips? Yeah. The trouser clips? Yeah. yeah. Bike clips. So clips, maybe just yeah. bed clips. Well, no, the difference is on a bike, you're always uncomfortable. You're yeah. exercising, you're sweaty, you're tense. In bed, every part of you must be relaxed. Hmm. Not confined, not strapped down. Everything must be... There's probably a way to tweak it to make those clips pretty... Maybe it's a scrunchie. Something that is also soft and relaxed. Because I think the problem with bike clips is that they're meant to be tight because... Hmm. 
you know, you need to make sure. I just sure stress, I wasn't saying lift bike clips wholesale. No, 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 no. I'm just identifying the, the issue. Like, well, not the issue, but one of the things with them is that if you feel they're getting a bit uncomfortable, you're awake so you can take them off. If you mm. were to do something as tight, not bike clips, as tight, when you're asleep, you wake up, your foot has fallen asleep or off, which is bad. Bad That's start to a day. True. Very true. Anything we can do that avoids the tingling or loss of a foot is something that I would be interested in. Okay, okay so maybe we look to the duvet. Maybe instead mm. of wearing pajama pants to bed, you have a duvet with legs. I was just thinking that, like, kind of on the underside of it, there are just two holes mm. opened for you that you slot into, like a little pouch. So, like, yeah. a snuggie, but for your legs. But they don't come out the other side. No, there's just a pocket at the bottom. Imagine if you put your arms into a snuggie and they didn't come out, but on your legs. I can, I can see it. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like a really big finger puppet. Yeah, yeah, essentially. You become the duvet. You become the duvet, but rather than your fingers, it's your legs that just slot into these two big pouches under the duvet. Yeah. And then it goes on as normal. I, I do quite like that idea. The visual element is... I mean, a bit scary until someone slotted in there, just these two gaping moors. But mm. at the same time, I think it could work. The number one cause I have is I often like to stick a leg outside the duvet. Yeah, you've got to regulate. Have out, yeah. You've got to have a regulatory leg outside that duvet to make sure that you're nice and, you know, balanced temperature-wise. Okay. If you're locked into your duvet, that's a bit of an issue. Maybe also, a mesh on top. Okay. Interesting. I mean, the issue here, aside from wanting a bit of regulated temperature with the feet, is that... If you need to get out of bed for any reason, you hear a loud noise or something like that, there's an alarm mm. going off somewhere, you're going to, number one, fall straight out of your bed because this doesn't seem like a very easy system to get your legs out of in a hurry. Mm. And in doing so, will also look ridiculous and have like an upside down cape over your legs. So let's look at some other examples in nature. And by nature, I mean fashion. Trousers that turn into shorts. <laughs> We've discussed these before, I'm pretty sure, yeah. and how fucking sick they are. They're so cool. I, I don't think there's any, <laughs> and anything... practical. Nothing bad to be said about... But there's some, there's some features we can lift from them. Okay. The zip is the, the feature. <laughs> <laughs> now, I wasn't thinking zip. I was thinking tearaways. Okay, tearaway works as well. It's the same concept. It's attaching and then something that can be removed. Yeah. So maybe the pouches are not just pouches. They are fully functioning standalone trousers or pajama bottoms but they're attached to the duvet but if you need to you can rip the duvet off and then you've just got a tube on each leg yeah <laughs> but no like there's okay i've got, I've got to stress that there's no there's no crotch area yeah it's just legs it's just legs so, and your <laughs> and your torso is completely completely marooned yeah mm. your nude torso uh exposed crotch but just effectively a leg warmer that <laughs> goes leg. all the way from like the top of your calf down to the bottom of your ankle. Okay. All right, you know what? Fuck this. Let's make it a full body system. You have to crawl into an Iron Man duvet suit but and then you can rip it off. Did you ever have that game as a child when... Um, well, Iron Man the... duvet. Yes, I did. <laughs> it's classic. Um, with the sticky pad and then the ball, the, the furry ball that you threw and then you catch it on the oh, sticky pad. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe if all of your pajamas are fluffy ball material yeah okay and then the entire duvet is sticky velcro okay if okay. you're not wearing the fluffy stuff then that duvet is going to be impossible to sleep under because yeah. that's just so that's why it's a winter only duvet yeah. oh okay so when it's okay. cold you put on your abrasive duvet <laughs> 
because we already swap your, your out friction for the, duvet. We already swap out for the thick one. Plus, it means you can sleep on the ceiling if you want to. <laughs> that is true. Is this, is this many, like industrial strength? Well, that's the thing. Velcro. You're, you're trying to is keep warm. Is there any warm. other kind? <laughs> <laughs> if you're trying to keep warm, heat rises. You want to sleep as high in your room exactly, as possible. Yeah. yeah. Get all the heat hitting you directly rather than it hitting your back. Exactly. Mm. Oh god, the blood rush. How do you disengage from the ceiling? There's a there's a complicated um, arm crossing motion. Also, it's all detailed in the manual. In the, in the eighty page manual, yeah. how how do you disengage from the duvet? Because if your whole being is made of this velcro material, mm. how are you gonna get off that? Ah, uh, what if you roll over in the night? You make yourself up into a parcel, then you're in a velcro cocoon. Yeah, you can't get out. Oh, We've made a straitjacket. Oh, I don't like it. Oh, oh. I just thought about the way that would feel, and that's really horrible. <laughs> velcro cocoon. No. Oh, no. Welcome back to the velcro cocoon. <laughs> We've been expecting you. <laughs> the Velcro cocoon. I don't think I don't think we can do Rip the Velcro cocoon system because that will kill many people. I mean, oh. we haven't had an idea for a while that's been deadly. We had exactly. a run of them for a while. What would you come out as after you've been <laughs> gestating in the Velcro cocoon? Sneakers. But for kids. Kid sneaks. <laughs> kid sneaks. Kid sneaks. But with wings. That's okay. and that's where kids trainers come from. <laughs> yeah, they're a, they're an adult that was the too cold in the winter. On the ceiling. <laughs> God, that what a nightmare image we have conjured. Like you in bed have rolled halfway up the wall in, in this like <laughs> started out on the bed. Yeah. <laughs> you rolled all the way along the walls. Rolled halfway up the wall in this horrible cocoon, screaming, just pupating as this little human lava in the middle of this disgusting cocoon duvet. Okay, so we're saying apply the velcro to everything in the room, yes, including oh, the walls, the ceiling. <laughs> The TV, everything. Okay. It comes in an aerosol can. Well, that's how you get to sleep on the ceiling. There's no Spray other way. Spray on Velcro. <laughs> Spray on Velcro. Wait, that, that's it. You can keep your normal duvet. You, you can keep your normal pajama bottoms. You just spray the legs. Did you, have, yeah. have you ever seen infomercials for spray on hair? Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. would kind of be that. So you just spray it out of a can and just lots of little fibers come and stick up. And then when they harden, that's Velcro. Mm. And then you just buy whatever you want to have <laughs> as very soft material. And then as soon as it comes into contact, the barbs of the spray-on Velcro <laughs> sink in and just absorb just you. bite down on you. <laughs> well, not you. You're wearing a suit. Well, yes. Obviously. Good if God. If you're wise. <laughs> yeah. So spray-on Velcro, Velcro cocoon, all the okay, constitute well, parts I, th I think I think, sp I think spray-on Velcro is the way to go. What's our brand name quickly before we wrap that up? The Velcro cocoon. Evolve. If evolve is interesting. Um, Gestate. Wait, evolve, but it has to do with comfort. It has to do with being mm. relaxed. How about grow to sleep? Sleep to grow. <laughs> Metamorphokip. <laughs> oh, that's Terrible. so that's so bad that I'm so in. Yeah. Two yeah. on one for Metamorphokip. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like a Mayan god. <laughs> it is I, Metamorphokip. <laughs> I'm here to bring a reckoning to your homes. Now put on this fluffy suit. <laughs> Curl up in the cocoon and wait for me on the wall. <laughs> Metamorphokip will come. Some weird Judgment Day scenario. Where uh, all that are sleeping in the bed perish. No matter what they... <laughs> all that are cocooned on the wall. Uh, they are safe from Metamorphokip. Rides. You'll be a lot warmer though. Oh dear. I think we've solved that. Yep. Well, Oscar, this... you're, you're out of suggestion purgatory. 
Thank you. This one comes from longtime friend of the show. Uh, I mean, <laughs> to put it lightly, acquaintance, acquaintance, <laughs> business associate, <laughs> housemate, girlfriend. Why is that important? It's from uh, this is Mouse. It's Mouse on Twitter who says, "I want to be liberated in my own home, but most of my flat is a giant window. Please help." Now, I'm not particularly well equipped to answer this one because it's my house. Yep. It's but true. it's a very valid problem, which I also have. You've both been to my house and know that the layout of it, standard one bedroom flat, hallway, bedroom on the right, bathroom on the right, and then like lounge and kitchen area on the left. One wall of which is a floor to ceiling window that faces out to the road. Which is yeah. lovely One wall of which doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the way it is. Uh, it is lovely and bright, but it means that at any given point, everyone on the road and all the houses opposite can see you and is looking at you mm. yeah it's it, i've never felt more on display than just kind of wandering around your flat it's like you're in a little aquarium well the it's weirdest nice. thing was a guy moved in opposite the road from us and his bed he his bed was facing just away from his window which is opposite ours but within the first two days for moving there he repositioned it so that if he was lying on it he'd just be staring directly into our <laughs> flat <laughs> I don't know what it was that we were doing that was so very interesting that made him think, now i got to get me some more of this. <laughs> i got to see this while I'm going to sleep. But he hasn't moved it since, and it's kind of unnerving. Very unsettling. Okay, so we need to find a way for to make uh, Mouse feel more comfortable in mm. our home without, uh, without letting the neighbours in on the action. And we don't want to sacrifice the light. No, yeah. that's don't want to get most, rid of the view. That's the most important thing because it's the light source, it's the na it's the natural light source in that yeah. room. So what I'm thinking is, you know how um, you, you would still be able to let the light in, for example, if you put a kind of near translucent sheet over it, right? Yeah. You could put the near translucent sheet over it, you could still look out, still fine. Project something onto it. Project that of an empty apartment onto that sheet from a projector across mm. the road. Ah, ghost them. Ghost them, exactly. And then you, behind it, you can be doing whatever you like because all they're seeing is this kind of like Ocean's Eleven style looped security footage of just seven seconds of your apartment on loop. Now, if we've got lights on, so actual light bulbs on behind it, will we be making a shadow puppet display? Almost definitely. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. It's fine. It'll creep them the hell out when they think that shadow people live in this apartment. Mm. Maybe instead of the translucent sheet, you do stained glass. Oh, Do some stained glass windows, which is like a forced perspective of everything that's already in your flat. <laughs> so fuck the footage. It's glass. The sofa's made of glass. The desk is made of glass. <laughs> but the shadow people live there. Okay, so we'll become a an attraction for... Mm. Uh, for Redfield for being haunted flat 100% in which there's stained glass which is already scary that shadow people live in mm. I like it and if you register as a church then you'll get a whole host of other benefits as well could you could you list off some of those benefits for me uh, a dedicated following yep free uh, wine free wine it's, it's Jesus's stuff like tax exemption yeah um, yep. little wafers some hats. Oh, I like the little wafers. Uh, How big are the hats? Tiny. <laughs> Excellent. They're wafer hats. <laughs> are, they into, yeah, are the hats edible and are the wafers wearable? Crown-like. Yes, um, to both questions. Fantastic. I mean, I quite like the idea of you fixing this house up and then just two knocks on the door and then there's just like three people outside covered head to toe in black sheets just saying, we are one of you. We've heard the good news. <laughs> Let us in. 
Teach us your ways. That's a rare one. You know, people ask you whether you've heard the good news and it's a ploy for that. You get people saying, I've heard the good news. Anyway, bye. Let me share that good news with you. Let me share it with you. I wonder what the best response they've had to that is like, have you heard the good news? And it's just like, it's two for one on toilet roll in Poundland. I know. I'm just leaving now. (laughs) Where do you think I'm going right now? Come with me. (laughs) Have you heard the good news? I've heard some good news. <laughs> I have once heard news. Seems kind of presumptuous to you to assume it's the good news of the day. <laughs> Definite articles are pretty big uh, weight so to be putting on this So much news. shit going on in the world. And, and this you... is it. Oh, and you think Jesus is the big story. Whoa. Whoa. Whoa now, guy. You don't know me. You don't know anyone. Where were we? Shadow people. Okay. Shadow <laughs> church. Uh, do we have any other ways to take this bar, the stained glass shadow church? Now, Which my, I do love. Now, I want to be upfront with this. I walk around in my living room naked a lot. Um, I walk around in your living room naked a lot too. Yeah, which is fine. I like people seeing it. I like seeing it. But part of me feels guilty about it because I'll get out of bed and I'll get ready for work in the morning and there'll be people... Because our our window is the same level as a bus stop that's directly outside the window. Mm. And so whenever I'm just going about in the morning, bowl of cereal, you know exposed to the elements and I, I always worry that someone's gonna just turn left on the top left deck of the bus and just look <laughs> and just see me there i don't want to be exposed but at the same time kind of do what do i do about that mirrors okay explain endless mirrors so basically uh where the bus's eye line would be you simply put diagonal mirrors facing down to the street so mm. all they could see out of the window is their own reflection and that of an angled bus but you can see directly over all of them. Ah, so I'll be naked and no one will know. Nobody will know. They'll only see themselves. I mean, I and think... And they'll, only be, they'll just be sat there thinking, I bet there's a naked guy behind there, but they'll only see their pining face. They'll be able face. to see you from the waist up. Yeah, I'll be smiling, <laughs> and holding then it, a bowl of cereal. Exactly, but at exact crotch level is the reflection of their own face. Maybe instead of mirrors, you just put pictures of, like, lederhosen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the entire bottom half of the window... Uh, can... alarmingly cartoonish, funny things to cover your junk Yeah, and with. you can choose where to stand. Yeah. And depending on whether you want to be like a, a ballerina that day. Or, or like, if there's like a giant hot dog. Or a hot dog or a firefighter. Fishtail. You cricket know. bat. Fishtail. I'm assuming you mean merman. No. No. <laughs> No, like salmon. I quite like that idea. Like, so it's kind of like those novelty things you get at bad seaside resorts where you put your face into a picture. Yeah, yeah. Like you're putting your junk up. into it. Yeah, you're basically you're basically covering up your junk with a socially acceptable photo, all of which are slightly phallic in nature. What if one of them is you doing a handstand, and uh, then so your torso connects to your torso upside down? <laughs> that's deeply concerning. But the his torso is eating pinwheel. cereal. Yeah, <laughs> but you're having a banana. <laughs> Yeah, that of all the things we've listed is the one that's going to freak people out. (laughs) Absolutely. I like that idea a lot more than the stained glass shadow people. As much as I did like the idea of starting another religion, the cult has kind of has us run ragged anyway. Yeah, we can't always start religions and kill people. We've got to do something different every now and again. Mm. I think fairground tactics isn't a bad way to go. I like that. Yeah, fairground tactics and real estate, they do not mesh together enough. Are we doing photorealistic? Are we doing painted murals? We're doing caricatures. Yeah. 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 Okay. So sketchy. Yeah. Sketches. Sketched. Not not sketchy. Sketch. It's not, sketchy, it's not a bit weird. Yeah, the, pro- the, the problem is that it's sketchy I think as it's it is. it's a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, obviously it's a little bit weird. A I like touch, that. It's a okay, there weird. we go. So we, But it's still going to be made of stained glass, right? Um, Budget permitting. Yeah. Okay. Maybe half of it is. Maybe it's like stained glass accents. Oh, I like that. On certain features. Mm. Like his piercing blue eyes or the cricket ball. 
Yeah. <laughs> those two <laughs> those, striking features. Those two beautiful landmarks of this scene we've created. Wonderful. Speaking of lower halves of the body. Speaking of lower halves of the body, on my lower half, I have a hat. <laughs> it's not where your hat would usually go, you say. Well, <laughs> this ain't a hat for wearing and looks. This is a hat for ideas. <laughs> it's one of those brain hats. It's one of those thinking hats. Put on your thinking cap, they say, but not on your crotch. Stop it. That's a condom. Um, in this hat, I... <laughs> condom is a thinking hat of sorts. If you put on a condom, you have thought about something. A little bit, at least. That's the thing. If it's the other way around, imagine having that as your kind of like... Take off your thinking condom. <laughs> well, not even that. If you put on a condom without thinking, what insane muscle memory you have. Mm. <laughs> Literally just... Oh, oh that arm, damn it. I did well, it I'm safe again. Oh. Dexterous muscle memory. <laughs> I think it's about time we move on to our But Better section. Uh, this is the time in the show where we take suggestions from Tom and Oscar, uh, brand ideas, things that aren't necessarily problems as such, things that could do with improving or do with being brought into the world in some aspect or form. Uh, I'm going to rustle around in this hat of suggestions and pick one out. Guy Fi, spelled oh, G-U-Y and then oh, F-I. It's a really simple one. Okay. I mean, I feel like that's a precursor to all the ones that are not <laughs> simple. So... Basic human needs in the 21st century. What is the number one thing that isn't an obvious boring one like food or water or shelter? What's the most important thing? Wi-Fi. Mm, shelter's so boring. It's, <laughs> it's so overrated. No one's ever walked into a house that has a roof and gone, fuck yeah, I'm so excited because... Can you hook me up with your roof? <laughs> like, I... um, do you have a roof here? Dude, what's your roof plan? What's your roof code? <laughs> Sorry, the roof codes for customers only. <laughs> um, Wi-Fi is the most important thing because everything needs it. Bus tickets, paying for things that aren't bus tickets, uh, getting off the bus. No, that was the exhaustive list. No. I think you're done. <laughs> yeah, there's only two things you buy with Wi-Fi. You use Wi-Fi for it's bus tickets and everything else. So you need it. And you don't always have it. I've been experiencing this for the last two weeks because I used up all the data on my phone, which is not the end of the world. I tried getting some more data. That ran out as well. I thought, <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna, you know, rough it. I'm gonna go and work on the basis that I can get Wi-Fi anywhere. Mm. Turns out you can't. Mm. Turns out it's really difficult to actually get consistent Wi-Fi coverage for bus tickets. Checking bus times. <laughs> this is really a riff on buses. Why aren't they easier to get? But anyway, the point being that there were huge parts of any of my days where I didn't have access to Wi-Fi or the internet, so I couldn't check emails or anything else like that, which is quite important in today's society. What I'm proposing is a way to fill in those Wi-Fi gaps. Now, Businesses will have free Wi-Fi. Buses have free Wi-Fi now. I'm not just going to talk about them. But I'm just, it's, just, it's just an example. But there are huge gaps between these things when you need it. Mm. Where are there no gaps or what fills in these gaps is people. So what I'm proposing is making people Wi-Fi hubs, but only some. Now, ah. the way that... I had envisioned this, and maybe you can help me, is deciding which people are going to become these walking routers. Tall people. <laughs> that's a good one. I mean, that's, I mean, that's got to be part of the criteria. Mm. 
Well, actually, no, I won't tell you my idea. I okay. want to know what you guys have to say about the idea of turning select, not all, select people into Wi-Fi hotspots. Immediately, I have to beg the question, are they carrying around uh, a, a Wi-Fi style thing like, for example, pocket Wi-Fi in Japan? Or are we physically turning these people into kind of mechanized Wi-Fi weird cyber humanoids. Can they still move once we've turned them? I think they have <laughs> can to be they able scream? to move. Is it implanted in them? They can feel, they okay. can scream, they can move. So we're not having living mannequins adorning the street every 10 feet. No, because all you're talking about there is basically just a really cruel... Flash white, mob. Well, flash mob. <laughs> in a sense, yeah. A cruel permanent flash mob. Of one. <laughs> of, well, one every 20 yards. It's not really a mob, is it? That's a very spacious String. queue. <laughs> if, I mean, it's got to be a more permanent thing. So this is like signing up for an organ donor card. Yeah. Okay. You're but giving your body up to Wi-Fi. To science. Yeah, to, to internet. Internet science. Okay. To the, to the web. You're giving up your body so that someone down the road from you can aimlessly browse Facebook, not looking at anything. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, so... What are we calling these people? Guy-Fi. We're calling okay, so they're guy fi. They're, they're they guy- are guy. Well, but is the collective group guy fi? Then what's an individual in said group? I fi. That's that's annoyingly right. I like <laughs> I F I. Yeah, I hyphen F I. Okay, so if you're an I fi, yeah, can you use your own Wi Fi? See, here's the thing. No, you have to be on <laughs> someone else's. I see. Don't get high on your own I fi. Don't get high on your own <laughs> I fi. Okay. So understand, we, I'll tell you why. Are we not going to see like a weird bonding thing where... I think there's going to be codependent iFi relationships. Yeah. Now, this in my head was part of the, the plan, being that the people who are likely to sign up to be, to give their body up to, to the be internet, an iFi. are the kind of people who want to have people around them all the time. Because right. you would be if you gave out free internet. Okay. Okay. So what you're saying is some of the most insufferable people are now going to have an excuse to be that way. YouTubers, basically. I mean, oh, that's, that's insufferable. Needy. Needy. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to have kind of two groups of people: the kind of quite endearing, quite um, sincere people who just you know would like to make more human contact, and that's fine. Yeah. Mm. Um, you then also have the other type of people who have to fill a void with people around them anyway. Mm. Um, I I feel like we need a screening process. I feel like there needs to be a series of tests. I feel I feel like we need a Gifi Academy. Okay. I mean we're gonna have you're gonna have to go to somewhere to get the implants and get your head turned into an antenna. So we're gonna have to have a facility anyway. Why not make it somewhere where you go and live for six weeks? It's a campus. It's a campus. It's Gifi campus. Okay. So what classes, tests um, systems are put in place to weed out the i5s from the i don'ts. Oh, I have nothing there. Um, what what makes someone successful? The i5s from the i tries. Much better. Yeah. Do you reckon that's like in a you know in the same way you have like shitty dystopian teen novels? There's like all of those like oh you're a, you're a dauntless well I'm this and I'm this. just like they go oh he's an i try we don't go near him. See when you're uh, when you're an initiate in this academy mm. you're, initiate you, you are an you are an i try okay and if you succeed then you become an i fi yeah otherwise i buy <laughs> I die yeah I die is what happens if you fail okay so if someone drops out they're an i die yeah. 
Yeah, you're, and if you're actually dying, and but, if someone you know. has like really rich parents that's getting them through, they're an I buy. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And if someone just can't, really can't handle the pressure, they're an I cry. Yeah. If someone's putting up a front and they're not being very honest, I lie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. If uh, someone's very tall, they're just a nice guy. And someone who doesn't understand the whole thing and asks too many questions and ask, and, fuck, no, <laughs> I ask. Hang on, come on, it's good. Let me get it. Someone who, there, someone who doesn't understand the process Ask and man. asks too many questions <laughs> is an IY. There it is. First time. Good joke. <laughs> well done, me. Uh, uh, okay, so when the I tries and the I buys and the I cries and the ask man, then they all go into a classroom. What is their first test to weed out the first syllabus? bunch of I dies? Yeah, what's the syllabus to ascertain whether or not you are a good walking phone mast? They put up a router in the room, they write the password on the board, and they hand each of you a device, connect to the internet, and see if you crack under the pressure of just having free Wi-Fi and using it. Okay. So they so they monitor what you would use yeah. free Wi-Fi for? Well, if you work on the basis that this Wi-Fi they're, supp- they're supplying in the classroom, or whatever, lecture hall, or whatever, is the Wi-Fi you'd be giving out if successful. Okay. They so want maybe make... the lecturer is a I-Fi. Yeah, I yeah. think, I think that makes sense. They'll know better than anyone how it works. They want to make sure that the people aren't getting high on their own Wi-Fi. But it's, it's a self-control exercise. You need yeah. to make sure that it's disciplined because otherwise you're just going to have people that are Gi-Fi's walking around. Just, well, not even walking around. They're just staying at home and just browsing the internet and not giving the service out to other people. Okay. So everybody who so everybody connects and the teacher just goes, This was a test. Yes. And you all failed. Get out! Get hey, out of my classroom. Hey, who saw this cool story? Oh I did. Ha! This was a test. You shouldn't have seen the cool story. Get out of here. Just there's one kind of like meek lone child at the front that's like, Oh, it's okay, I'll I'll just use my data. I've got plenty of that anyway, and you know, other people might need this more. Correct know? answer. <laughs> you may proceed to lesson two. What is lesson two? Uh, orientation. Yeah, I think you just skipped. They're going to need to roll these guys out pretty quick, so okay. it's really just a one-phase testing <laughs> so thing. It's a, it's a yeah. canvas for like an afternoon. Yeah. Um, a yeah. whole college experience in an afternoon. It's a treadmill academy. Yeah, I think, well, I mean, you say treadmill. I think there has to be a physical component to it. You're walking around with bits of metal, and, I mean, let's be mm. fair here, like an antenna sprouting out the top of your head, so you're going to have to know that, like, if you go down, the internet goes down with you. If you pass out, that's done. Like, you have to be able to be carrying this Wi-Fi all day. And it's the the extra burden of if the internet goes down, short of, if if it's in your own home, you can unplug it and plug it back in. If you're just out (laughs) and the the Wi-Fi goes down, you've got nothing to direct your anger at. It's just a thing that isn't there anymore. Oh, God, if it's a person. If there's a person, hey, what are you doing? I need to, videos aren't loading. And then you get- Didn't you study? Yeah, exactly. So you need to be, you, you're you're accountable for the quality of the internet you get. I didn't up. even think about that. People turn into savages when the internet goes down. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh shit. So when you put a face on that, you just okay. make sure that they're level-headed. Okay, the the physical fitness has just been upgraded from like an obstacle course to a fucking self-defense class. Yep. Okay, so that's that's phase two. Krav Maga. Krav Maga to ward off angry Facebookless people. Okay. Wait, Wi-Fi Wando. <laughs> How's that? Why Wando? Why Wando? Why not because why is just... Okay. <laughs> I think I'm examining this too intensely. Yeah, I think you could have Karat Wi-Fi and <laughs> Jude do the internet. <laughs> Jude do the internet. Jude do the internet. Wait, Jude don't unplug this internet. <laughs> Muay Thai Wi-Fi. Muay... 
my my Wi-Fi. 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 I am skilled in the art of Wi-Fi. <laughs> am I having a stroke? What's going on? I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, so are there any hiccups to this system that we can see? Uh being an iFi gives you hiccups. <laughs> All the time. Constantly. Constant hiccups. That's how you know that's how you uh identify yeah. one. You're just like, oh man, I can't get Twitter to load and around the corner you just hear <laughs> <laughs> Hiccups, not constant shock. <laughs> <laughs> just <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> You seeing this? Also side effect, constant shock. <laughs> Well, <laughs> with every hiccup, it's a surprise. A massive, a massive decrease in short-term memory yeah, is another yeah. side effect. No object permanence. <laughs> no hiccup permanence. Yeah, no hiccup permanence. Yeah, it's just. Oh, what was that? <laughs> what was that? The life of an iFi is hell. Why do people sign up for it? <laughs> to be part of GuyFi, I guess. So this, like, it looks great on a resume. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you can make your CV look like just sparkle by saying I received my highest grade honors at the Guy Fi Academy. Mm-hmm. I have been number one iFi in my region for mm. uh, three years and I've had the surgery to remove all the parts so I can now function as a yeah. human being again. Consistent two to three bar service throughout nice. my, throughout like my reign. Yeah. Can people rate their iFis? Can people feed back to GuyFi the institution about individuals? Well, I think that Wi-Fi, as we know it now, exists in either it's all right or it's awful. Yeah. The moment you have Wi-Fi that is good, it ceases to be good and just happens to be your Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. And the moment it stops, this is the worst thing ever. It's binary state. So as long as this Wi-Fi person never reaches the state of being awful, yep. then that is, a, that is there for a success. Yeah. Are you ever worried about the fact that a group of iFi's could band together and take over the world with supreme internet power? Do you mean broadband together? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. That's it. That's, Man, that, that's we- the joke of the show. <laughs> and that's us done. <laughs> I, I really like iFi. That could really change, I mean, a lot of people's lives. I mean, the poor iFi's really, they are... They're not going to be well compensated for this. The fact that they're putting their body on the line. It's a selfless mm. act. It, it ages you drastically. Are we mm. going to have like I five vets? Like, is the homeless population really going to soar from like Vietnam vets to people just like you don't know, man? You, you didn't there. stream what I saw. <laughs> <laughs> Years of faithful servers. <laughs> Sorry, poor timing there. Oh my god. It was sip <laughs> Guy-fi. Triumph or grisly disaster? Buffering. <laughs> That's all the internet jokes I have. Yeah, we could get more if we sit here for a while, but uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure we can do that. I'm not sure that's a good idea. No. <laughs> After that, should we wrap up? Yeah, I think we should get out why file we're ahead. <laughs> oh, fuck. Too late. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> This close. <laughs> um, Guy-Fi. Incredible. Beautiful. Five bars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, that, I think that brings us to the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we always do appreciate it. We, we hope you enjoyed the goofs. And uh, if you did enjoy uh, the goofs... Uh, uh, the, the goofs? goofs. Uh, then... <laughs> <laughs> I share those goofs. <laughs> Why is this going so walking? With if you like a friend. Podcast. Yeah, it's all into that. If you did enjoy the show and you want uh, more people to listen to it, then please, please do share it around. Send an iTunes link. Send a SoundCloud link. 
and that'll definitely work. It always works on me. And spend a lot of time reading. Yeah, no time for podcasts. Really. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, massive thanks again to Mouse. That's this is Mouse on Twitter or my house for <laughs> for her suggestion. Uh, if you've got any suggestions of your own, you think we would be good at fixing. First of all, track record suggests that we definitely would. Second of all, you can find us on Twitter at FWScast or on Facebook at First World Solutions. You can send us a message through either one of those and we'll be able to take a look, see if we can fix it. You can also tweet with the hashtag First World Problems or First World Solutions. We do see both before the show every week. Looking for first rate first world problems to have a look at. First dibs. First... We want to get first dibs on the first world <laughs> problems first. I call first dibs on the first world. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's all mine. Been done. If you're listening to us on iTunes, please do leave us a review and a rating. It really helps us out. Massive thanks to those of you who have already done so. It really does mean a lot. And you've left such lovely, positive words. Oh, it's so nice to read. They make us feel that we're not just throwing jokes into a vacuum. The, the joke void is a very real feeling for us at the moment. Yeah, having anything in it is a, it's a glorious sensation. So thank you all so much. Absolutely. Thanks once again for listening. I've been Joel. I've been Oscar. I've been Tom. No problems. No problems. No problems.